business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna looking at women entrepreneurship beyond funding, sharing expertise, experiences and tools to grow your business. Hi, I'm Gayatri and I'm Aparna. Welcome to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Her Business is Our Business. In this lockdown special which is being presented in two parts, we have a freewheeling conversation with Vasanthi Hari Prakash who is an anchor, moderator, journalist, TEDx speaker, basically a media hotshot from Bangalore. The recording has been done over a video conference, so we apologize in advance for any sound issues and corona ke naam we are not limiting the length of the episodes to our usual 20 minutes. So tune in and we hope you have as much fun as we did. Basanti, right now we are going through this lockdown period. We are uh, slightly over midway of mm-hmm. this. Uh, can you share a little bit about how this has impacted you and uh, your work? Friends who know me have been either worried or intrigued how I'm coping with a, with a lockdown because they thought that I have this chakra in my feet which, which never falls off. <laughs> and uh, that is also true to 60% extent. The, the rest is all created by this creature called social media. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> essentially, if I posted a picture from my travels in Barabanki where I traveled to, I uh, would like to think that the lockdown has grounded me a bit from, from my, all my wanderings. Mm-hmm. Um, it has also uh, uh, taught me or rather shown me that I, how super innovative I am with leftovers in the kitchen. <laughs> and uh, now that uh, I have my uh, hostelite son at home, um, you know, Rajma, uh, two days old, can be uh, brought back from the fridge and made into tikkis one day and something yeah. else and show yeah, yeah. one more day. Yeah. So this is the kind of creativity that this lockdown has unleashed. Um, also that I got approached by uh, Dekinilla to write a column that also, so therefore, it's been pretty auspicious therefore, I have turned yeah. columnist. I- impacted by work, I'm looking at a zero event trimester. I- it almost feels that uh, the work that I do, which is sometimes this to do with subjects which I'm not necessarily an expert of, but I just get called to, let's say, moderate uh, or facilitate discussions Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or anchor something, the travel is the biggest high. Uh, mm-hmm. Because for me, uh, people are uh, people are who I feed off energy from. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, shows up in my, let's say, scribbles across social media, mm-hmm. but also is building up towards hopefully a larger um, piece of work at some point of time in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the kind of things that I get to see as, uh, as part of my work Mm. Uh, is is largely driven by me physically being present at those places. Mm-hmm. To give you an example, and probably I should also set the context for those who otherwise have not met me or known of me, is that my, my background is in television and radio. Mm-hmm. I started off with the print media. Mm. Uh, after some background in electronics as my field of study, I did my BSc electronics and then I switched to journalism. Mm. Um, and then did my master's in uh, literature. So it's, it's been a very uh, zigzag kind of path. And then mm. I, uh, from the Indian Express, then I moved to uh, a dot-com uh, back mm. in the day of, uh, you know, Y2K and, and all that, mm. <laughs> and at the turn of the millennium. And after that, I uh, 
by by a very happy mistake, I found myself in radio when I was actually mm. a guest at a radio station to speak about. Mm. Uh, but after being in a, a radio presenter and show for a prime time show called Good Morning Bangalore, uh, mm. and uh, some stint in Akashwani, which I hold very precious, I moved to television, national news television, mm. and, it, and then did some work uh, with a BBC World News series uh, of a documentary called One Square Mile. So all this um, work has—I mean, if, if there's been one thing, it's it's a common factor, if you could say, is that of being a communicator across different formats. Mm. Um, and after moving, or rather taking a break from mainstream media, I uh, now have my little entity called Pickle Jar, which is uh, which I see as a platform to uh, speak about conversations of a changing India. Mm. So, um, uh, one of our latest projects, because we are not really a company company at the moment, we, we, mm. we, we are more like a project driven um, house uh, or mm. called Pickle Jar. So, during the Lok Sabha elections, I was in a self driven car with a, with a camera colleague, uh, 18 days in the car, uh, literally driving across three states of South India, 3000 kilometers, reporting on the Lok Sabha elections mm. um, by just talking to people, in fact, listening to people. Um, and so that that sort of uh, experience of seeing your own country uh, it, it gives you a high and that personal uh, is so energizing. Mm. So if you're going to ask me what the lockdown makes me um, long for, mm. it's, uh, it's probably that. Mm. Uh, but But then again, I'm not missing it too much because this is also giving me a lot of time to... Uh, to to actually stay where I am and and uh, think about what what has what work has gotten done so far mm. and where do I go from here? So it's been useful, I would say. This stop. Uh, just just a connected uh, question, Basanti. Uh, one is uh, you were talking about uh, Good Morning Bangalore, the show. That's right. Yeah, that happened just as I started listening to FM radio. And uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, yourself and I think there was Priya Ganapati at that time, couple of others. So those are voices that uh, I can't forget very easily. So so uh, looking at your background, uh, you started in a reasonably traditional kind of way, right? Doing your engineering. And uh, as I was looking at your profile on LinkedIn, I realized that as the years moved on, you started becoming more and more unconventional and mm-hmm. doing things where you get a lot more elbow room and space to work in. Uh, is that a reasonable observation? It is, uh, Aparna. It, it is, uh, even I think it, it has to do with uh, the way your personality also evolves. Mm-hmm. I, I I would think it's uh, the unconventional was also in the way I began to think. Mm. Um, because um, you are right in that, that after my, uh, you know, BSc Electronics, I was essentially in a traditional print medium setting. And that too, I was on the desk. But my mm. responsibility was to be the late city editions as a chief sub-editor. So it was mm. literally like, I mean, it, 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 the timings were odd, but otherwise it was quite a, quite a professional setting. But I think um, exposure does that to you uh, and travel does that to you. 
so i i think uh, uh, also what, what happened was that uh, after the news thing you know the uh, the news stint on national television uh, the the kind of changes that were parallelly happening in the media world of going into digital right freed me up to experiment a lot mm. uh, one of the biggest game changers was the social media i literally feel free to say my own thing uh, now than i was say 10 years back though i had a larger medium at that time i was i was it was the country's first private fm station and then ndtv was really the nationwide national pioneer news network and both of them were great workplaces i what i meant to say was that the parallelly the changes in the media world right were were also driving the way i do my work or uh, i go about the things that i was doing till then to give you an example uh i remember using facebook as a, as a, as an independent uh, media woman after i had stepped off this uh, national news channel mm-hmm. the whole idea was that i i mean i taken a break just to be around for my son uh before he you know he would finish school and enter college so i got this very bollywood uh, ma type pants you know like i said oh i'm 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 traveling all the time and when i'm uh, in bangalore then my work was literally 24/7 just as the television uh industry demands and somewhere i began to feel that okay i am not even getting a breather nor am i getting to do the kind of deep stuff because it's just the nature of tv this whole thing of breaking news was just was very exhausting and and the kind of opening up you know the the, the biggest change that i have been witness to in my 25 years of uh, having been across let's say print broadcast and digital and radio of course is this whole democratization of the voices mm-hmm. that you did not have to depend on any big publishing house or 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 a television channel to put your voice out there mm. this social media was opening up and i remember using and abusing misusing facebook like as if it were you know just made for me mm. <laughs> so it was like if i if i went into the literature festival uh, blf the first few editions i was very closely involved and so i would be in conversation with uh, justice leela said you know this um, woman first india's first woman high court that's judge right court that's right and, yeah you know like uh, uh, then across the film or entertainment fields or shobha day or then again um, industry heads and and things like that i was not even want I, i mean i didn't even have to wait for oh should i get my space for my channel to pick up my story versus another reporter story mm. there was a social media you could just put it in and i on the go and then after some years there was this thing to live uh, uh, you know put out your live on facebook That's like right. um many other things so a combination of these factors meant that you were in a way complete as a unit to tell your own stories so this uh, made me more and more unconventional in my choices so uh basanti i had this thought while listening to you is um for for the situation right now how does that experience count and hearing from you is a lot of adaptability uh, is that okay let it come i will see it uh, and also what scary thing that you said was you jumped in and put a pause to a fairly successful career at that time in print and That's things like that so and to say plan yes. no plan b so how did that come about without a plan b yes to answer your question uh, 
the season or or uh, you know this whole the whole approach where i uh, got into uh, a film festival curating or or that that season of pickle jar mm. uh, minus a plan b which mm. which was uh, really was amazing and very enriching an experience but mm. it uh, it was financially not sound the plan that i had made for myself mm. or or for the entity uh, you know the the way a lot of people put in there was a lot of people who supported with their um, funds and you know there were a lot of sponsors etc but i realized that it's a hugely expensive affair to have a ground event 3 days and i was an absolute newbie so right. that experience or that first uh, let's say uh, of of this entrepreneurship so to speak mm. i that gave me a huge knock i mean so much so that i found it hard to recover for the for the next uh, one or two years it also happened that uh, just 20 days before our second film festival the prime minister of the country dropped this d bomb that is a demonetization bomb mm. <laughs> so you know you had uh, sponsors uh, backing out though they were like mm. we really want to help you and but this is how things are so uh, you know i was simply not prepared so that that first outing into this um, um into business quote unquote was a, was a little costly it took a lot of toll on my own personal finances because there there was it's almost like i thought okay fine i'll pull in pull in something from from, from my uh, savings and then yeah. see, let's see how this happens but clearly it was a very flawed model and that's not how businesses are approached in fact it came to a point that i actually uh, gave up my car so at my time and you know it might, might seem like a, a small thing but it was in a way uh, quite uh, life changing at that point of time i also sobered down uh, in those two years i went into a lot of uh, reflection saying that am i meant to be a business woman slash entrepreneur in the first place or am i just happy being this creative soul and somebody else says vasanthi you know what you you go ahead do your thing and we'll manage your business hmm. so this was um, a very costly lesson and so to to people who are listening into your show i would not recommend this part of my life lessons which is to go into something without backing that thing financially well right. it was really a hard one to uh, come out of because Uh, like like any like any middle class indian family there are bills to be paid there are emis that come knocking that's right. there are that's right. uh, you know there's your kids there's the school and all that life just goes on <sighs> so yeah that was that but but the good thing was that when i made this comeback or or felt brave enough to try once more to revive pickle jar um, though the though we had parked the film festival curating bit after three good runs right was that he said okay let me return to my own comfort zone which is journalism okay. uh, which was reporting and so 2018 was again good days for pickle jar uh, because this time round uh, i just said that okay let's uh, do this travel reporting uh via via being on the road oneself so mm-hmm. it's almost like a road trip reporting via road trip right so in a format which was a lot more comfortable for me which was reporting uh, and uh, i thought that reporting via a road trip will be good because assembly elections there is karnataka and we need to know what's happening on the ground so again i uh, let's say 
risk at the same time it was a calculated risk that i pulled out some some bit of my money and i went out through about 13 districts of karnataka and including some of the most under reported places which usually big channels don't cover right. but i said that okay uh, you know it's been 2 years now and i probably can do my adventures once more so it had its difficulties but it also had its payback this model of reporting via road trips we called it the pickle jar pole express and uh, you know three of us women set out to explore karnataka and that was how uh, the the second phase or second life of uh, pickle jar was you could call it a pivot i think in in your uh, universe it would be called a pivot in my case uh-huh. i would call it my second adventure was it in a sense also homecoming for you it was um to the point that i knew what was to be done um i also knew that somewhere along the line this would click uh, by which i mean that um essentially when i was traveling i was putting out these videos on on a facebook live and letting people see these raw and real conversations with uh, you know truck drivers debating uh, how how will the election turn out will it be bjp will it be congress and india loves politics mm. and watching it and people though among those who were watching it were also my own peers and and colleagues from the delhi media the national media a couple mm. of international media so what happened was that they started reaching out saying that we loved what you were doing yesterday you know sitting midnight in a in a mangalore uh, tea tea shop uh, mm. with truck drivers and you know so that is where it started building some traction that we uh, became a, a video production house um, okay. and a storytelling house uh, on the digital media mm. you see i might land up making a virtue out of uh, this having no plan b mm-hmm. uh, so i think uh, you know your listeners may want to um, you know or rather you need to put out a disclaimer take vasanthi's advice at your own risk <laughs> <laughs> so vasanthi having gone through all these challenges what are your views on having a plan b now i mean some people are very clearly focused good for them uh, but i just feel what i don't know is mighty exciting than what i know Mm. um and this has been validated i can uh. give you one even case study since the two of you sure. are doing something as serious as a podcast the year was around 2015 and um i was in a yet again some messenger chat with a very dear friend of mine called mayan chaya who's in chicago in the us mm. and so i was just randomly somebody sent me a piece and i sent him uh, this link to an article which had shabana azmi one of our greatest actors the piece basically said that well if smita were alive she would have been 60 this was 2016 i mean mm. about to begin and so shabana wrote that uh, oh the world thought of us as rivals but um we were actually you know we could complete the other and now i i really feel left out now when she was gone creatively speaking mm-hmm. so i don't even know why i sent this to mayank but i did and the next thing he said i said oh man this this era of indian cinema i have really lost out and not seen so many of these gems mm-hmm. and he turned around or rather typed uh, and i saw this type emerge and he said but vasanthi why would you want to see the these movies alone tum khud kyon dekhoge pure shehar ko dikhao and trust me it was literally like one bulb in the head saying oh you mean film festivals and that i can do my own film festival yeah and that mm. point uh, um was when i decided to 
uh, or, or took this decision to be able to curate a film festival in tribute of Smita Patil. So, uh, to drive home the point of why no plan B, mm. uh, is that the plan Z, which you have not even thought about, Mm-hmm. Or not known to uh, factor into your plans mm-hmm. might just be lurking out there, and it might just change your life, or at least give you an experience uh, which is so valuable. Though, of course, we did three film festivals, and we said that okay, let's park it here because um, th- that wasn't really our core. What we set out to do, and uh, you know, still journalism slash this kind of storytelling is is where I find myself. But that that. Um, let's say that interlude in mm. in my career mm. between uh, television and and let's say the next big thing that we did with lok sabha elections i would i would not change that for anything mm. um so i wouldn't really uh, recommend uh, everybody that you uh, you know it, it's uh, okay to not make plans but all i'm saying is that for my kind of personality mm. uh not uh, responding to changes and adapting myself to become that uh, what those changes demand mm. has been far more satisfying and it's true of mm. almost everything that i've done in my life mm. including my rj career which a lot of people think was the most uh, interesting or or at least impact creating mm. uh, like i said I, i didn't i didn't even know radio was on my radar i just went uh, to the uh-huh. radio station as a guest in of course then you you do the diligence later on i am not trying to say that any other rules change you your hard work your persistence your uh, 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 you know josh in discovering all that you can about what that particular uh, job demands all that should remain no. but keep yourself open to experiences and respond to that how business is our business gayatri and aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur expertise toolkits and stories of success beyond funding send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in we'd love to hear from you